Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living Healthy and Aging Well. My name is Ken Hagland, and we are broadcasting from the AM950 radio station that overlooks beautiful Bryant Lake Regional Park, located in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. I am so grateful to be here with you today, and I hope all of you listening are doing well. We are on the air every Saturday from noon to one to talk about your health and your life. We cover a wide range of topics to help you and your loved ones improve and enjoy your quality of life. I want to thank all of you that leave us messages on our radio show phone line. We appreciate hearing from you, and we welcome your comments, questions, and topics for future shows. Also, if you are interested in being a guest on our radio show, please call or text us at 612-999-3426. You can also contact us on our website at livinghealthyradio.com. There you can find information about upcoming guests as well as listening to our previous shows. We look forward to hearing from you. Now, we are adding new listeners to the show each week, not only here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, but also throughout the country. You can find podcasts for all of our radio shows on the AM950 radio website. And we can also be found on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and many other podcast and streaming services. You can also watch our broadcast live on the radio station's Facebook page at AM950 Radio. We have another great show for you today. Uh, this is another one of the shows that was recommended by one of our listeners, and uh, so I'm really excited about this. Um, joining me in a few minutes will be Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Atarawala from Prinovu. And we'll be talking about the coming transformation in preventative health care that will make a late cancer or disease diagnosis a thing of the past. Advanced MRI imaging pioneered by Prinovu is right now appearing inside the bodies of thousands of Minnesotans to construct a comprehensive picture of their health. This has resulted in life-saving early diagnosis of cancers, aneurysms, and other conditions well before symptoms present. The vision of the company is to provide an annual routine checkup of your entire body, giving you empowering information so that you can take control of your health trajectory and also giving you peace of mind so you can stop worrying about your health and instead focus on living your best life. So you will enjoy this show today, folks. I am really, really excited about having these two gentlemen uh, on the program today. Okay, before we begin our conversation, I want to remind you, if you have a question for us, just call or text us at 612-999-3426. Once again, uh, text us at 612-999-3426. I will repeat that number throughout the show, um, but if you have any questions here, and I'm sure many of you will because this is such amazing technology and can be just a lifesaver. All right, so with that, I want to introduce my guests for today's show. We have Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Atarawala on the line with me. Welcome to the show, guys. Hi, it's really great to be here. This is Andrew. Hi, um, thank you, Ken. Nice to meet you. This is Dr. Raj. Yes, I'm so happy to have you guys on here. I, I had a couple of callers over the last uh, few months uh, suggest me bringing you guys uh, and your company on the program. And the more I looked into it, the more I got became fascinated as well. So I can see why the callers 
uh, wanted this uh, program to be on the air. So, listen, this is great. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot of great information here. But um, my audience loves to learn a bit about the guests before we start talking about uh, your technology and your services. Um, let us, let's talk about your backgrounds and, and how you guys came together to build this amazing company. Uh, Andrew, do you want to start with you? Yeah, sure. So I, you can probably tell from my accent, I'm not from America. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm an Australian that uh, actually moved over to the U.S. about 15 years ago, um, over to the over to the Silicon Valley. And so for the last 15 years, I've really been just working on building things that um, sort of have motivated me. And about three or four years ago, I was trying to figure out what to do. And I was really looking for something that could not only be an interesting business, but really help have an impact um, on the world. And uh, in the course of my own explorations, I heard about this uh, interesting character called Dr. Raj, uh, a self-described engineer in medicine. I'm sure he'll tell you what that means, um, who was doing these incredibly detailed scans um, up in Vancouver, Canada. So I got myself on a plane. Um, I, I visited his clinic and, and did a scan. And I just felt that I learned after this one hour scan more about my health than the entire health system had told me my entire life. I thought it was the closest thing to Star Trek that, you know, I had ever personally experienced. And, um, and I just felt like, it, you know, this needed to be everywhere. Um, so I, I went back from my, I went back home from my visit with Raj and I found myself sort of bouncing off the walls with peace of mind that, you know, I had some things that were going on, but there was nothing um, crazy serious that I just couldn't shake the feeling of really knowing that I was healthy. Um, and about two weeks later, I called Raj up and, and said, well, why don't we work together to build this and bring it everywhere? And then how long ago was that? That was three and a half oh. years ago now. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. But it sounds like, and in, in just talking to you guys before the show, Dr. Raj has been, been working on this concept and uh, developing it for for many, many years. Uh, Dr. Raj, why don't you give us a quick update about uh, your background and, and uh, what stimulated you to pursue this area? Uh, for sure, Ken. Yeah, so um, my background is actually a little unusual. I, I came out of the engineering field. I did my undergraduate in chemical engineering, then uh, did my master's and PhD in biomedical engineering um, at Northwestern in Chicago, so they're in the Midwest. And then um, when I was working on my graduate school, we had a lot of doctors who would come into the lab where they would see the robots that we had built, and they would say, how do we get this into the operating room? You know, you can actually really help transform healthcare. And so we were working with some of the best doctors in the world, um, based out of Massachusetts and Texas. And, um, you know, they're like, how, how do we make this happen? And surprisingly, that interface between engineering and medicine became so complicated that, you know, it was almost like speaking two different languages. So me and my colleagues were basically convinced to go into medicine by, by these physicians and surgeons. And, you know, I'm the only crazy one who did. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, then when I was in medicine, um, I kind of realized that what we were building was just way too far advanced. You know, people didn't want, you know, patients didn't want robots operating on them. Um, you know, st you still wanted physicians working, you know, with patients and using their hands and, you know, their senses. So then when I had to decide what area of medicine I would go into and specialize in, you know, I really looked at the field of imaging. I started out in nuclear medicine, which is where we look at the entire body. We injected radio tracers to see how the body works. 
um, and to see how things are happening. And then I realized that, you know, you needed to combine that with imaging, which gives a blueprint of the body, such as radiology, to really combine the two fields together. And at the time, um, positron emission tomography, or PET-CT, was really revolutionizing the field of oncology or, early, or cancer detection and monitoring. So, you know, then I was like, well, those are the fields that I'll go into. And then I kind of thought as an engineer, like, well, wait a minute, you know, MRI is one of these few machines that can basically go between the field of radiology, of anatomic imaging, and the world of nuclear medicine, of functional imaging. And I thought, well, you know, I, I wish MRI could actually not just do a little piece of a body, like a head or a, a pelvis, but it could do the entire thing like we do in the field of nuclear medicine. So after I finished radio, radiology and nuclear medicine, I was in deciding where, where I wanted to go work, like I was being recruited um, all, over, all over the world. And one of my family members said, you know, look, um, set, up, set up something here. And, um, you know, so I thought, okay, well, where in the world would I ever get unlimited access to an MRI machine? So, so I decided to um, crazily buy my own MRI machine with the idea that, you know, could we actually do imaging of the entire body, not just a little bit of piece? And so then I put together my own MRI machine, customized the hardware in, in ways that the, the manufacturers had never seen before. Um, you know, and probably one of the key things to say is that, you know, all MRIs are not created equally. It's, it's very much like an automobile. You know, we, we call them a car, but they come in all sorts of different sort of strengths and features. So I put together, you know, quite the, quite the MRI machine. It's basically like a thoroughbred. <clears throat> and then we actually started to work on it. And then we realized that there's this whole world of MRI physicists out there who create programs for MRIs that basically the physics world can't talk to the medicine world. And I became the translator. And so that, that's when I set this up here in Vancouver back in 2009 with the idea that, you know, can we even create something like whole body MRI, and we, we did in, in two years later, in 2011, at which point I presented at the largest MRI conference in the world, and, you know, they basically forced me to write an academic paper on, you know, the power of these techniques where we're combining, you know, functional imaging as well as radiology. And, you know, then I, as I kept on going, I would say, well, you know, when I'm a patient, because throughout it is, we are all going to be patients one day, um, what would I want? And so what I thought I, what I thought would be take the best of what I'd learned throughout my, you know, seven years of post-MD education and try and combine it into one facility. And so that's what I created here in Vancouver where, you know, a patient would come in, we'd understand what they were coming in for, make sure that we did the appropriate MRI sequences. So these are the various noises that you hear an MRI make. So that with those sequences, we could actually put together a, the proper diagnosis so that when they leave, they actually know exactly what's going on. And then one of the other key things is that, you know, medicine is quite complex for patients. So what we would do is we would actually talk with them and explain, you know, what we see. And, and you know, obviously like kindergarten, a picture's worth a thousand words and the show and tell was incredibly powerful. Dr. Raj, could we hold off on that thought? We got to take a quick break here. This is uh, Living okay. Healthy and Aging Well. I'm Ken Hagland, and we'll be right back to continue our conversation.
All right. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Atarwala of Prenuvo. And we are talking about the coming transformation in preventative health care that will make a late cancer or disease diagnosis a thing of the past, allowing you to take control of your health and provide peace of mind so you can stop worrying about your health and instead focus on living your best life. If you have a question for us, please send us a text at 612-999-3426. Also, um, if you have questions for uh, about this technology and this service, you can uh, reach them at 833-773-6886. And also, you can uh, find more information at uh, prenuvo.com. That's spelled P-R-E-N-U-V-O.com. I'm on the website right now during the show and looking up things while we're talking, and it's a, a great resource for this really new approach to uh, to preventative health care. Uh, once again, that number is 833-773-6886. All right, let's get back into our conversation here. Uh, Dr. Raj? Yes. Yes. I sorry to cut you off in that last segment there, but um, I want to I want to continue your thought there about about how how you developed how you came to developing this technology and this service, which is now available for everyone to to utilize. Um, so, why don't we continue on that that conversation there? Uh, for sure. Yes. So, as I mentioned, you know, we um, with this my unusual background in engineering and medicine and sort of knowing that, you know, one day we're all going to be patients, I put together, you know, what I thought was something that would be useful for me and my family um, or anybody else. And then I kind of realized that people were starting to come from all over the world by word of mouth here into Vancouver to get these scans. And, and again, that's how we, we met Andrew. And initially, I would actually meet with every single patient and go through the results with the show and tell. But obviously, that's not reproducible everywhere because most radiologists don't talk to patients. <laughs> And so that's how, with Andrew, um, we wound up putting together um, the Pernuvo as it is now. Okay, and how did you come up with the name Pernuvo? Uh, so Pernuvo is actually an interesting name because it starts from preventative medicine and then Nuvo for new. Mm -hmm. But as well, in the middle, Renew is R-E-N-U, which mm -hmm. is actually the, the nickname of a friend of my wife's who unfortunately passed away from cancer at, at a young age of 37. And so she had four young kids, and she went into the doctor's office and was tired all the time. And they said, oh, it's because you have four young kids under the age of five. But unfortunately, it was stage four cancer that killed her. And that's when we kind of thought, okay, wait a minute. Like, you know, there has to be something better for people in the prime of their lives. You know, um, the, the medical system isn't able to detect these early, but imaging can't. So let's start that process. So that's where Pernuvo came from. And, okay, so you've been... So you've been doing this uh, in Canada for several years. You've been developing this, and then, and I, I noticed on the website you've got several locations across uh, the U.S. Um, and in fact, we're very, very fortunate to have a location right here in Edina, Minnesota, for our Twin Cities listeners. Um, and so, do you see your your um, continuing growth to put more of these? Um, uh, services in other cities as well? 
Yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the process of expanding, I guess, across the U.S. So we're opening in another six or seven locations uh, this year. And we hope that over time there's a facility that's close enough to most everyone that would like to take advantage of the of the service. Um, it's uh, it's it, it's been a very interesting experience expanding, um, uh, you know, because essentially we're building in some ways like a completely new category of care. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, in that preventative health is just so fundamentally different to the vast majority of healthcare, which is much more reactive. Yes. Now, and I want to make sure people really understand uh, what what does a person get out of this preventative screening? I think um, I think there's a lot of confusion in in the public about the different types of uh, diagnostic technologies, um, everything from X-rays to to CT scans, to all these other different options. And, and could you maybe just, um, I guess, a couple of things here. What is the technology you use? Just maybe explain that a little bit. And then what are the benefits then? What, what do people get from this preventative screening? Sure. So I, I really think, um, I, I mean, I can give you the non-clinical answer, which I think is kind of probably the most appropriate one. Um, the short answer, which is uh, really the, there there's only ever been screening using two technologies. One is MRI, which is what we use, and the other one is CT. And in fact, about 20 years ago, there was a bit of a wave of people doing CT screening for your health, and you could find these sometimes in shopping centers. The problem was that CT is not a very accurate technology, and it involves radiation. And so it sort of died down, um, and it's very hard to find it these days. Um, so we use a technology called MRI, which is involves no radiation, um, and this has always been considered a, the most um, accurate imaging modality. The problem has always been that it's just very slow. And that's why if you end up in hospital, you'll often get an X-ray first and then a CT, and eventually maybe you'll get an MRI. And I think one of the real innovations that um, Dr. Raj has been able to do is to speed up the um, rate at which we can collect images of your body using an MRI machine. And in some ways, that really enabled the test. Uh, it, it, it took something that otherwise would have taken three to four hours and enables us to image a patient in under an hour. Um, and then the second question, you know, what, what do people see here? So we can see with MRI anything in the underlying sort of human physiology. So most of um, what we see sort of falls into two categories. The first is um, we look for cancer and we look for aneurysm. So things that uh, might be underlying medical conditions you're not aware of or might not have symptoms of. And we can uh, we can ideally diagnose those much earlier. And, of course, as most people know, if you catch uh, diseases like cancer early, for example, at stage one, the, the likelihood of a positive outcome is much greater. And then secondly, we just really catalog how your lifestyle, the way you're living your life, really affect, is affecting your underlying health physiology. And so... Um, we all age. The question is, you know, at what rate are we aging? And there are many conditions like, for example, the condition of your spine that we can see how well you're tracking, you know, decades before you might feel um, feel pain in the spine. And this gives you a lot of opportunities to then alter your lifestyle to really improve your health trajectory. All right. Uh, the music is cueing us out here, uh, Andrew. Um, we'll continue with our conversation with Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj 
Atarawala from Prenuvo about the coming transformation in preventative health care that will make a late cancer or disease diagnosis a thing of the past, allowing you to take control of your health and peace of mind so you can stop worrying about your health and instead focus on living your best life. If you have a question for us, please send us a text, 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland, and you are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. We appreciate you listening today. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today uh, remotely um, from uh, both Vancouver and San Francisco, I believe, is Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Atarawala from Prenuvo, P-R-E-N-U-V-O. And we are talking about the coming transformation in preventative health care that will make a late cancer or disease diagnosis a thing of the past, allowing you to take control of your health and provide peace of mind so you can stop worrying about your health and instead focus on living your best life. If you have a question for us, and I see from my phone here, there are many of you <laughs> that are texting in, uh, please send us a text, 612-999-3426. And uh, if you want more information about Prenuvo, you can uh, look them up online, and it's prenuvo.com, P-R-E-N-U-V-O.com, or you can call them at 833-773-6886. All right, we'll jump back into our conversation with Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Atarawala. Um, and uh, we're halfway through the program, so I want to make sure we try and get some of these questions in as well at some point. But I want to I want to continue to make sure that we really explain to people because this is a new technology for me. I, you know, a new approach to some technology, and um, we did, we talked last segment about uh, X-rays, CT scans. Um, I know this is uh, this is a uh, non non radiation technology. Is that correct? Where it's not nuclear medicine, it's not uh, CT or X-ray. Uh, is that correct, Doctor? Uh, right. Well, MRI basically has no radiation at all, um, but. And so that's actually what we use. And the beauty of MRI is the fact that it actually gives radiologists, physicians like myself, the most detailed view of the body that you can get. Um, and as Andrew mentioned earlier, the problem with it is actually typically been quite slow. Mm. And and the way we actually solve that slow problem is actually working with physicists to rewrite the software that makes the MRI machine run to make it um, work better and faster. And by making it faster, it actually allows us to cover the whole body. And, and of course... All this is FDA approved. There's no, you know, um, research components to it. Any radiologist can look at these images, and will, usually the first question is, "How did you do that?" That's not possible. <laughs> and you know that that's kind of where engineering and medicine is, is basically the the wave of the future, and, and that's where early detection is also the wave of the future. Yes, and, and it's so you know it's non invasive, so um, it, it's it's. Uh... Yeah, you you guys mentioned I think uh, earlier I, I read it. It's kind of a, the Star Trek, uh, where where um, was it? Doctor McCoy had his tricorder and 
and you know he could just scan the body and find out what's wrong. Um, in a sense, it's a little bit uh, like that, where a person you know, lays down and, and goes into the MRI uh, and uh, and gets this imaging done, and then allows then radiologists to uh, to help identify where where their health is at. Yeah, exactly. a, yeah. I mean, as I was gonna say, as a patient, like it's pretty amazing. I mean, usually we go to the doctor and let's say we have some pain in the abdomen, and they're like, "Well, I don't know what this is. Maybe it's diet. Come back in a month." And you know, it just seems like a very, very inefficient process. And when I got my first report back, when I did my first scan, you know, here was a report that went literally organ by organ through my entire body, and in each organ, well, here's all the conditions we checked for, and we this is what we found, and this is what we didn't find. And on what we found, this is what it is, and this is why it's important, and this is what you should do about it. And it, just, it felt like it cut through, you know, uh, months of sort of time trying to diagnose problems and also found things that I didn't even know I had, you know, and had no symptoms of. Okay. Well, okay, so it seems to me, you know, one of the goals and the frustrations, I guess, in healthcare is is patient education and patient empowerment. Um, and I, I think a lot of times... In our practice, you know, we, we see you know, a lot of disease progression um, to a point where it's, it's now end of life. And I, I know a lot of, talking to a lot of physicians, they wish that patients would have more accountability, they'd be more engaged, and there's almost a, kind of a sense where I'll, if something goes wrong, I'll just go to the doctor and get it fixed. Well, it's, it's like with your car. If you wait too long, the, the problems don't get better. They get worse over time. And so this is a way for for people, for our listeners to be able to think through, I can take more control. I can get more empowered about where my health is at. And and I think a lot of people do worry about their health. I mean, they see relatives, friends, neighbors, you know, going through various things in life. And, and I think this is a very proactive way for people to really get connected with where they're at in their health journey. Indeed, you know, exactly that. And, and, and that's what the, the purpose of this is, is to actually sort of engage people and actually show them what's going on. You know, they're, you know one of the things in, in medicine, it's like we, we have a language which is somewhat unique, um, but the simple reality of it is, is that, you know, the, when somebody sees a picture, um, anybody can understand it, you know, and mm-hmm. by, by talking with patients over the course of, you know, years, um, we're able to sort of take that and simplify it down, and that's what we've actually used in the software to actually make it so that patients understand what's going on. So it actually helps both the patients and their and their doctors because for their doctors, it actually helps them see what's happening. There's no surprises that you know you couldn't feel or, or palpate when they press on you, um, and and the patients actually come in educated, so they actually have a background of, of, of what all is going on. So instead of trying to figure out what's going on in, in a guesswork. We've taken out the guesswork. We've engaged the patient in terms of what's happening, and so it makes everybody's job easier to to stay to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just want to I want to make sure our listeners are really clear about the process. So they would make an appointment. Uh, so we, again, we're very fortunate here in the Twin Cities of Minnesota to have have uh, one of your services right here in Edina, and uh, so they would they would book an appointment. They would go in. Is there is there a special um, uh, pre scan? process? Do they need to fast for a day or, you know, are there certain certain things that they need to do to prepare for the scan? And then about how long does the scan take? For sure, yeah. So the um, <clears throat> the preparation for the exam is that we actually ask patients to fast for three hours. And the reason we do that is so there's no 
um, contraction of the gallbladder, so we can see if there's any gallstones in the gallbladder. And as well, then it actually allows us to get an overview of the small bowel because there's no mo movement there. MRI is actually very sensitive to movement. Um, so, for example, the heart is always beating, so as a result, we don't get great detail in the heart, um, whereas the rest of the body we do get great detail on. So the preparation is really fasting for three hours. Um, the other thing that any MRI, doesn't matter if it's a pernuvo, but any MRI in any facility or hospital, you can't have any risk of metal, in particular in areas like the eye. Um, so if somebody's been a metal worker or a grinder, we've got to make sure that there's no metal in the eye. That's the only preparation that there is. And, and our team is actually really skilled at going through and determining, you know, what your risk of that is and making sure you're never going to have a problem with that. So when you, when you call in, um, we actually have people who will screen and make sure that you, you know, this is, that, that you're prepared for this. But really the only preparation is simple, three-hour fast before the study. Okay. And then you come in, yep, go you ahead. lay down on the scanner, you lay down on the scanner for about three hours, or sorry, for about an hour, <laughs> sorry. And then... Um, and then the, the scan takes place, and then uh, typically the, the images are reviewed by a radiologist, and you get the results, you know, in the next um, next week or so. Okay. And is there, is there, you mentioned earlier, is it interpretation of the results that is provided to the patient then? Exactly. So, so there's two results that are created. So one is a typical report that doctors are used to where it kind of goes through all the positive findings that require follow-up. Or any kind of action, and then the other one is a physician or is a patient-centered report that goes through all of the all of the things that we look for and gives detail on what we're looking for and why we're looking for, and basically it is really sort of a an educational symposium about how MRI works and what all we're looking for as it pertains to the whole body, and so it it really sort of serves as a you know sort of an encyclopedia of what's going on in your entire body, so it. It provides a tremendous educational platform about what's happening so that you can understand the interpretation of a medical report in a layman's type context. And so that's a synopsis of like years of me talking with patients and, and understanding what they understood um, to be able to put that together in something that anybody can understand. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, so then do you, do you work then with the patient's uh, primary care physician directly then in terms of getting results to them or is it? Do you run that through, does the patient get both those interpretations or both those documents and mm -hmm. they can bring them to their their physician? Yeah, so um, so we we basically work um, both directly with the patient and also with the patient's physician. So oftentimes physicians refer us their patients and obviously when they come in and when we put together results, it goes back to the physician. But we also have some patients that maybe don't have a primary care physician um, or because this is a newer technology, the primary care physician is not perhaps really familiar with it. Right. And so we, um, we have a way to sort of um, evaluate whether the scan is appropriate for them and, and get them screened. And then we work, uh, we try our best to reach out to their physician and actually engage them, and, you know, in the context of telling their physician about what's going on with their patients, obviously help them understand a little bit better what it is that we're doing. Okay. Um, a couple of the questions that are coming in here, I want to make sure I, I, I get to as many of these questions as possible. Um, uh, as I was reading your information, you have your, the way you designed this MRI technology, it, it, you, I think you call it open bore MRI scanner. So would you just describe that? Because they're asking, the questions are, you know, is this, do, you, do you go into a tube or, you know, what is, what is that environment looking like? 
For sure, yeah. So the um, the MRI machine is basically like a like any of the advanced imaging equipment. It's a it's a big donut, and so one of the things is that MRIs, like older MRIs, they typically are quite narrow and and can be quite claustrophobic as as a donut that you go into. And some people ascribe them to be like a coffin. We don't have anything like that. Ours is actually much more open, where basically you you go into um, the donut and you can actually see out both ends. But when you go in, what we do is we're actually able to, you know, monitor you and we're able to see um, what's happening as you go through the entire process and you're in constant communication in between scans with the um, technologist acquiring the images. Okay. So it's actually quite comfortable, you know, and usually claustrophobia isn't much of a problem. Okay. All right. Um, and it, it takes about an hour. Is, is there one of the questions was, is there different types of scans or different options available? Or is it is it just one one scan option? In in our facility in Minnesota, for the moment, it's just one scan, which is our most popular scan. It's called a comprehensive um, whole body examination. In our other locations, to the extent that people have friends or relatives or family that um, will visit those locations, we also offer um, an abbreviated torso cancer scan, but we're just really focusing in on cancer and torso. Okay, um, got it. But, 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 in, but in Minneapolis, in Edina, we, we just offer the comprehensive scan. Okay, fantastic. All right, the music is cueing us out, folks. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back to continue our conversation with Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Aterwala of Prenuvo about the coming transformation in preventative health care that will make late cancer or disease diagnosis a thing of the past, allowing you to take control of your health and provide peace of mind so you can stop worrying about your health and instead focus on living your best life. If you have any questions for us, please send us a text, 612-999-3426. I'm Ken Hagland. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well. Welcome back, folks. You are listening to Living Healthy and Aging Well, where we talk about improving your health and quality of life. My name is Ken Hagland, and joining me today is Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Aterawala from Prenuvo. And we are talking about the coming transformation in preventative health care that will make a late cancer or di- a disease diagnosis a thing of the past, allowing you to take control of your health and provide peace of mind so you can stop worrying about your health and instead focus on living your best life. If you have any questions for us, please send us a text at 612 612- Nine 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 three four two six, and to find out more information about this amazing technology, go to prenuvo.com. That's P-R-E-N-U-V-O.com, or you can call eight three three seven seven three six eight eight six. All right. Gentlemen, this is our last segment. Uh, only a few minutes left in the program, and I sure appreciate your time today. This has been eye-opening for me, and I'm sure my listeners as well, about this amazing technology. Um, I do want to uh, just mention again, remind people that we do have one here, uh, a center here in the Twin Cities in Edina. So we're very, very fortunate to have that as you guys are rolling these out across the country. 
Um, so, uh, so if they have any uh, questions, they could go and uh, go online and and book their um, their appointment right here in the Twin Cities. Um, and I want to also encourage people that uh, that it's almost a um, a spa like center where. Um, uh, these, these are very open machines, and they've got. It looks like uh, one of the things I was reading. You have streaming TV inside uh, the machine on some of the machines. Is that true? <laughs> so they can pass the time. Yeah, it's true in some of our locations. Um, hopefully, all of them soon. Yeah, sounds good. So again, it's very relaxing. This is not not a high stress situation. Like some people get really nervous about going to doctors or clinics or hospitals. Um, this is this is a very different environment from that totally, and it's really about helping people uh, gain control of their health. Um, so, what uh, with the last few minutes here, um, uh, what are some of the things? I know I've got a couple questions here. Is it covered by insurance? Um, would you guys be able to address uh, the insurance question? Yeah, sure. So um, it is. People are able to pay for it with a HSA or an FSA account. So people that have these high deductible um, healthcare plans, they absolutely can use it to pay for a Pernivo scan, and a lot of patients do. Um, for the moment, um, it's not yet sort of covered as normal standard of care in a in in other health plans. We're working really hard to try and change that, but uh, unfortunately, as, as most folks would appreciate the health system is not well known for moving particularly fast uh, to incorporate new technology. Yeah, in fact, I think uh, I'd read that it took about 30 years for mammograms to really get um, get to be commonplace and for coverages and insurance and things like that. So, yeah, you're right. Things do take time uh, in healthcare, but that doesn't mean that people can't again access their HSA or FSA accounts. Um, their tax uh, deferred accounts. These are these are great. This is a great service. And I got another question that came in: Is this something that we should consider doing annually um, once we have a baseline um, from the first scan? Does it make sense to come back and do uh, scans like every year or so to see if there's any changes from that baseline? Um, exactly. Well. My my colleagues in Europe actually are starting to um, call this the annual medical physical of the future, and so um, it is actually one of the things that you know we go to see the doctor every year, uh, or we should, and um, you know it, it likely will be now for for people who actually have like a strong family history of cancer or other problems, um, you know then indeed you know to to see how things change becomes really important because that that helps you and your doctor know whether or not the treatment that you're on is working. Um, whereas if we sort of use what mammography does, where the average risk person, the average risk female, they typically do a mammogram every other year type mm-hmm. of a thing. And the idea behind that is that if there's a, after a mammogram, the next day if a tumor starts to grow, by two years' time, it'll still be in stage one, which is still confined to the breast tissue and therefore, you know, the, the lowest risk of, of spreading. So it's the same approach that we use for this. So if somebody has like a high risk, then yes, every year makes sense. Whereas if you're average risk, then probably every other year. Okay. And I, I, another person had a question here. Said how how fast do cancers grow? Uh, maybe this relates to how often one would uh, do an MRI scan. Um, but it sounds like you know, you know cancer starts obviously at the cellular level, and it does take a while. Um, does your technology pick up? Um, uh, those 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 uh, cancers 
kind of as as they start to develop to develop. Well, I think like well, one of the most one of the most interesting studies um, on this came out of uh, John Hopkins a couple of years ago, where they actually looked at people that had um, passed away from pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic cancer being now the third third killer cancer in the U.S. It's grown a lot in recent years, and part of the reason for that is that it, it's often diagnosed very late. But anyhow, when they when they studied these cancers, they found that the average age of a cancer was something like seven to eight years. Mm-hmm. And that means that it probably was stage one for three to four years on average, which means that you have like such a tremendously wide sort of like detection window to catch these cancers where they're big enough to see but not big enough to spread. And that's really the promise of the technology. Well, like you said also uh- – Current, a lot of times a, a physician will be trying to feel for um, that mass or that density in your body. But but by the time you can feel that, it may have been several years, right, that that cancer was developing. Correct. And it's very, um, I mean, it's crazy. I, I, I mean, we this technology will pick up a tumor that around a centimeter in size, which is about as small as you want to find it because it's hard to biopsy much smaller than this. And imagine you, you know, pushing on someone's abdomen is not going to be very sensitive for finding something that size. You know, it requires a cancer to be much bigger. Right, right. Um, uh, I want to remind our listeners here, we just got a couple minutes left, um, just that we do here in the Twin Cities um, have a center that's located in Edina, and they can go on the website, prenuvo.com, P-R-E-N-U-V-O dot com to find out more information and to book an appointment. And you can also call a number 833-773-6886. Gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. We had uh, Andrew Lacey and Dr. Raj Atarawala from Pranuvo, and we've been talking about this new technology. Well, it's it's a new technology based on existing technology that's been developed and so i'd love to have you guys back on a future show if you don't mind because there's i have so many questions pouring in here on our on our radio show phone um it'd be great to have you back but uh thank you very much for Uh, being here no worries and we put together also a little discount for your listeners if you like if they want to go to pranuvo.com forward slash am950 um, there, there's a little bit of a discount for folks that have uh, listened in and, and obviously would like to learn more. Oh, fantastic. That'll be great. We'll make sure we get that posted here on our website as well. All right. Please, uh, we hope you enjoyed today's show, folks. Please contact us with, with any questions or comments you have regarding today's conversation. And until next time, please choose to live well. <laughs>